with KSOM and KS95 News. Good afternoon, I'm Tom Robinson. Two people were taken to the hospital following a two-vehicle crash in Atlantic late Monday afternoon. The Atlantic Police Department says the accident happened at 5.12 p.m. on Highway 6 and Lynn Street. Police say Floyd Knopp of Hancock, driving a southbound pickup, failed to obey the stop sign and struck a westbound SUV driven by Robert Hitch of Atlantic. CAS-EMS transported Hitch to CAS Health with non-life-threatening injuries. A private vehicle transported Knopp to CAS Health to be checked out. Atlantic Police report five arrests and one citation. Lewis Chippenson, 36 of Atlantic, was arrested September 2nd for OWI second offense and public intoxication. He was taken to jail where he was booked in and held. Jarrett Smith, 20 of Atlantic, turned himself in on warrants for possession of a controlled substance first offense and possession of a controlled substance marijuana. Smith posted bond and was released. Edward Parrott, Jr., 29 of Council Bluffs, was arrested September 8th on a warrant for violation of probation. He was taken to Cass County Jail, where he was booked in and held. Tyler Portorf, 38 of Anita, was arrested September 8th for disorderly conduct. He was taken to the Cass County Jail, where he was booked in and held. Cody Police, 32 of Atlantic, was arrested September 9th for violation of a no-contact order. He was taken to Cass County Jail, where he was booked in and held. And Michaela Waldron, 22 of Atlantic, was cited into court and released on September 1st for theft, 5th degree. The Cam School District started off the school year with a few changes. The school board approved closing the elementary building in Anita, placing all pre-K through 6th grade students in Messina and 7th through 12th grade students in Anita. Cam School Superintendent Paul Cron and the school board took time last night to reflect on how the school year started, anticipating the changes. Things are going well. We don't have every iron um, worked out yet, but we will continue to work on the little things to make it better. Uh, uh, encourage people to communicate uh, with their issues uh, with us. Talk to the teacher, the coach first, if that's where it needs to start, and then administration. And we'll continue to work on those things as we go throughout the school year. Mr. Cron says the goal is to improve the educational process at CAM for students, parents, and for staff. Uh, that was probably the biggest change is we uh, shifted an entire building south to Messina. Uh, staff are working together uh, instead of in different buildings. They're in the same building. Uh, so we have the pre-K-6 in Messina, and we have the 712 in Anita, and middle school or 712, junior high in uh, Anita was a change, and some of that staff changed. So we just continue to uh, work through the things that we need to. Uh, we are off to a good start. And Paul Cron commends the people working throughout the summer, including the custodial and maintenance staff and volunteers who help prepare the buildings for the school year. Cass County Engineer Trent Walken provided an update on bridge projects to the Board of Supervisors this morning. Andy Billings reports. Trent Wilkins said work on bridge number 84 on Seattle Road north of Griswold started last week and they drove piling yesterday. Bridge number 380 by Anita. The substructure is done and they are expecting the beams either tomorrow or Thursday. And bridge number 319 on G30 west of Atlantic. They should be driving piling on the West Pier tomorrow. East Pier we poured a cap on, so working on the West one, so 
Once we get that west pier, things should start moving pretty quickly. And Walken said they are working on erosion control on bridge number 32 south of Messina. Another activity from the supervisors meeting this morning, the board approved the appointment of Dale Retellick as Grove Township trustee. The board approved the abatement of all taxes, penalty, and interest for an abandoned mobile home at 1106 East 5th Street and for a parcel located in the city of Anita. And the board approved a follow-up letter to the tenant at 707 Poplar Cambridge Law Firm regarding the lease agreement. I'm Andy Bellings reporting. The Montgomery County Board of Supervisors will meet twice in October and twice in November. Supervisor Donna Robinson brought up the idea at the last meeting. The suggestion followed a sparse agenda at the September 7th meeting that lasted around 15 minutes. However, Supervisor Chairman Mike Olson this morning says many factors are involved than Robinson's suggestion. Uh, say right now that this, it, it may have sounded like that I was including Donna in, in on this as the, the leading factor of why we would uh, meet only two times a month, and that is not true. That is one of the reasons that there are many others uh, would be the travel time for some of our supervisors, current and future. Uh, there's also farming going on for uh, what, three of us, um, and other things. So I just wanted to make that clear. Supervisor Charles Smith agrees with cutting down on the meetings. I just, I think like last week, you know, our meeting was what, 15, 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if we're going to have a meeting, let's have a meeting and, and deal with, you know, stuff that we need to deal with and if we're just having a meeting because that's the way it's you know it's always been you know I, I understand that but on the other hand I, I would agree with that. Robinson suggested not making this permanent but changing the meeting dates to twice a month in October and November. And I don't think we do this all the time but I, I think you could do it beginning October you could do it for October and November for certain I, I, I don't want to predict on December because we'll start budgeting we'll start some of the information gathering, but certainly for the months of November, October and November, I think it's a time saving from not only for this board and then talking about travel time, but I think you, you know, you've got your department heads that take time out of their day. You know, Karen comes here. Uh, right now we have the recorder here, the auditor here, we have different people in, and I think it, it uh, we can be efficient with our time. And the newspaper coverage and the radio coverage on the on the online. And if there are things that come up, issues that come up, and we need to schedule a meeting, then we schedule it. We don't. This is not. It may become confusing, I guess, to some people. But I think at least for our regular monthly meetings in October and November, I think we could go twice a month. The board voted to meet on October 10th, October 24th, November 14th, and November 28th reconvene, and possibly go back to meet more times a month during the budget process. Guthrie County Environmental Health Director Jotham Arbor told the Guthrie County Board of Supervisors this morning that they continue to work on putting septic system information on Beacon. Um, so you'll be able to access that hopefully the spring of next year. You'll be able to go on there, click on a link um, to the septic system. It'll pull it down. You'll see where your lateral fields are. You'll see where your tank is. You'll see where all of that jazz is. Um, and then that hopefully will cut down on the number of sidewalks and um, 
buildings and parking big equipment on top of lateral fields that leads to their ultimate needing to be replaced. Arbor says their goal is to eventually get all of their paper drawings on Beacon, but they have four and a half thousand septic systems in Guthrie County, so it will take some time. More news on the web at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Tom Robinson. Have a great afternoon.